Mick from Redcliffe Marketing Labs. And I'm sitting at Nelly Coffee in the actual building where we, they roast Nelly Coffee with the owner, Ed Thomas. And we're going to be talking all about the coffee, but also on the business side for hospitality and cafes, the common issues you're running up against and what you can actually do uh, to improve your business through those. So, Ed, how did you actually get into this field about uh, you know coffee cafes and hospitality? What was your starting point? Uh, Mick, the starting point was um, close on about 15 years ago now, um, owning a cafe and doing that, that thing that a lot of people do, which is to quit their jobs and go and buy a cafe and start with with no experience at all. Yep. And taught me a, a lot of things and uh, some of it was a hard lesson and some of it was very good but off the back of that there was uh, you know a, a desire to to do better at some stage in life so uh, um, I worked in a lot of different industries. Was that, were you hospitality beforehand or what were you doing? No not really I was, I was actually in aviation before that so a completely different field altogether but I it was it was an excellent experience my wife and I did it together and we spent some years working in different fields afterwards, but always had a passion to come back to it. So we've been working um, again in the industry now for just about six years. And uh, we made a lot of mistakes early on, uh, but it gave us an opportunity to learn from those mistakes. So in going ahead with our next business, we obviously um, uh, constructed it from the ground up with the lessons that we'd learned previously. Okay, and to set the scene, can you just describe, I guess, the size of uh, Nelly Coffee, uh, sort of how many places you supply, uh, the sort of volume that you do? We're very uh, concentrated in Redcliffe and, and its surrounds, so most of our wholesale business is in, in Redcliffe. Um, I think off the top of my head we might supply maybe uh, 10 or 15 cafes here, and they range in size from, you know, very small to um, a decent size. Probably the biggest proportion of our business is uh, retail customers and also uh, internet customers. So we people buy from us online, and we don't just sell coffee. We we sell equipment too, and we we um, service equipment, sell basically anything that's involved with coffee. So it's quite a broad business, and uh, lots of different areas for us to, to work in. Great. I guess the reason we're going to get together and chat today is really to take other hospitality and uh, sort of cafe owners. Uh, through some of the things that you're seeing happening and change of customers and sort of how they interact with these types of businesses and give some ideas of how they can actually improve their own business. So uh, do you want to talk about yeah, that background, about what you're seeing uh, in that customer base? Absolutely. It's, it's a changing environment and, and pretty much all, all business environments are changing. It's, if you don't realise they're changing, then you probably haven't got a, a, a pulse on, a finger on the pulse, so to speak. So it's a... The environments are always on the move, and, and you know, as, as businesses that are involved in, in um, the coffee industry, be it a cafe or a restaurant or anything else, we need to keep an eye on what's happening, and we need to keep an eye on where uh, trends are um, developing, where customers are changing, so that we can adapt to those and continue to grow our businesses. Okay. So we have we we, we are seeing. Uh, changes that are occurring now it's a good opportunity for us to talk about them um, we don't just want to push our brand we want everybody to do well in coffee because it helps the industry as a whole sure so some of the things I guess we can we can talk about are looking at it at a you know taking a, a customer uh, that walks in the door today versus a customer that may have walked in five years ago eight years ago as an example 
first thing is that the, the customer these days has a lot more information at their fingertips. So they can not only go and find you on Urban Spoon or Bean Hunter or, or any of the, um, the smartphone applications or websites that are around to promote businesses, but uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of different opportunities for them to come and, and find you. And so the first thing that they're likely to do is to uh, do a bit of research on you to see if you are the sort of place that they want to frequent. In the coffee industry, and in particular in the specialty coffee industry, there are phone applications and, and internet applications that are targeted to this. And there are lots of people that review on there and, and you know reviews can make or break you. So customers in general are smarter and they're going to look for a lot of things that they may not have looked for before. So if we break a few of these down, one of the big ones these days is equipment. Believe it or not, uh, there, there can be some snobbery with with coffee in general and customers are often focused on what sort of equipment um, you're using. Yep. On some of these applications, they'll, they'll actually list what equipment is being used. And wow, people, Yeah, people can sometimes make decisions on when they'll go, whether they'll go somewhere or not based on the type of machine that's being used. Having said that also, because we service equipment, we know how it, how it works, generally you'll find that the equipment that's spoken about the most is usually the better stuff and it's better to work with and you get better results with it. So pretty much like anything, your tools are your business and so what you put into the machine and what, you, and what equipment you use is going to invariably determine what comes out of it. Okay. Well, we'll talk about staff training and that later on, but just on that point, because I'm always interested in that sort of stuff. For a coffee, like you know, there's so many different parts about the roasting and the equipment and the actual, I guess, in, you know, the person who actually makes it. Is there a, an industry ratio? Like how much comes down to the machine? How much comes down to the, the person who's actually making the coffee on the day? And how much to the actual beans? Yeah, look, there's there's lots of talk about it. So people often break it down and say, you know, it's fifty percent the beans, thirty percent the the barista and you know twenty percent the machine something like that. I think it's very hard to to put a ratio on it. The reality is that if if you don't understand how the equipment works, it's like getting some getting someone who's going to build a fence and doesn't know how a nail gun works or something like that. Sure. It, you're going to get a bad result at the end of the day. So the reality is that understanding the equipment um, gives you a much better. Um, much better scope for success. Cool. Sorry, I took you off track there. No, that's okay. Just interesting. So, yeah, we focus a lot on equipment because that's that's one that we see being very prominent these days. And that's where we come back to customers being discerning and knowing what, what sort of gear you have. The second thing is that customers also like to know what coffee you're using and, you know, whether is, is it locally roasted, like Australian roasted, or is it um, a coffee that's been roasted in Italy and, and sent out... That's having a big influence uh, these days, also. So we're finding that through, um, you know, through word of mouth and through through some of these forums that that people are focusing a lot on coffees that have been roasted by Australian companies and are relatively close to home. Okay, that's probably no different to any business really sourcing product that's close because there's obviously a correlation between freshness and proximity of products. So that's to a certain degree a given, I guess. You know, getting at a, at a, at a very sort of um, grassroots level, customers like to know um, that you know them. So be it remembering their name or remembering their order. Um, a lot of research has been done on the interaction between um, 
the person serving them and knowing them and remembering what they want. And people like to know that they're known. So uh, a, a good focus on, on that is, you know, lends a lot of weight to your business. There's a lot of cafes that make it their aim to remember someone's name and their coffee within about three or four visits to the cafe. Yep. So uh, now, often, like you know, that could just be a really good staff who just do it naturally. But yep. I'm guessing for most businesses, whether it's you know hospitality or something else, for that to happen regularly and you know in between staff and someone's actually thought about a process of how it actually works. So, is there tips on on how to, to remember people's names? Like how to how do they instill that or build that up in a business? Well, look, some of it I think comes down to natural memory. I, th- I think it's difficult to to. Um, to have a checklist or anything that's going to do that, but writing orders down at least, and and trying to focus on you know jotting some, someone's name down with their order. At least if you get the name right, you'll know the order or vice versa. So it's I think it just comes with skill um, and and with you know with, with with a good memory I guess. For example, I've been to a restaurant where um, six people would all will order and the and the person taking the the order won't write it down. Yeah, and when that happens, like it's impressive because you, you it's know that impressive. it's it's yeah, it's, it's just po- you know the polish and the profession. So someone's yeah. worked hard to do that, yeah. and 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 it is impressive, and you and it makes you feel straight away. Well, I'm in a good place, <laughs> before you've even tasted the food. Yeah. So, um, so it's one of those things, I guess, that if you focus on it and, and and do a good job at it, you'll get the end result. So that that sort of that I guess covers that 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 side of it, that early point of of. Uh, of you know greeting the customer and then remembering their name and getting the coffee from them and hopefully you've impressed them with with you know good equipment and it's nice and clean and it looks like you you're looking after everything because these are all important things that people look for one of the other big ones these days is you know how eco or environmentally friendly are you in what you're serving or what you're serving it in so there's been a lot of focus put on um, obviously organic and fair trade and rainforest alliance coffees People are very savvy these days. They're very interested in that, and so they should be because these different uh, groups or classifications have had a big impact on the way that if we take coffee, but you know, we can relate this to a lot of other things like cocoa and, and other, other raw commodities, but they've had a big impact on changing the lives and livelihoods of the people who are producing this stuff that we drink every day or eat. So it's important. It's not, it's not you know a fluffy thing that we're going to forget about in a year. It's here to stay. And it has an impact on what we serve. So uh, if I can sort of take an example from our business, we use fully recyclable cups and lids. They're made in Australia. Uh, We promote Rainforest Alliance products. We're registered with Rainforest Alliance. All our coffee is traceable. People like that. And we like it too. We don't just do it because we want to sell more coffee or we want to resonate with a small demographic we do it because we genuinely believe in it but customers believe in it too so it's an important one to grab hold of we need to also think about this whole in, in the in the whole picture now so we've we've you know looked at we've satisfying uh, customers with uh, a good product it's it's you know the equipment's good the cafe is nice and clean um, we've remembered their name we want to at the end of the day, promote a really good image to the customer. So you mentioned staff training before, and that's a really big one. The, the more that your staff understand with regards to what they're producing and, and, um, and what they're serving, the better, the better the end result's going to be. So we put a lot of focus in our business on staff training. Um, we have staff that 
might be here for a year before they go and start working on the coffee machine because we want them to understand how everything else works first. And we really think that they can only do a good job when they've had lots of experience behind the scenes on everything else. Now, that's not going to work for everyone. And, you know, I'm the first to, to understand that um, all businesses are a little bit different. And some of you're going to have to have staff that are very multi-skilled in different areas. But uh, understanding coffee and understanding the machine and being able to work on the, the machine successfully is going to have a big impact on, on, on your business at the end of the day. Folks, you're just joining us. I'm talking with Ed Thomas from Nelly Coffee, and we just spoke about the importance of having, you know, advertising. At least if you use a local uh, sort of supplier, uh, what are the other things you can do? Again, it's just quick wins. Um, so, actually, getting back to that local supplier, too, you know, something that's coming to my mind now is even if you're using, you know, Mulaney milk or something like that, let people know that you're using it. Okay, um, yep. So it, we don't have to just, you know, be specific on coffee here. If we can. If we can you know, promote things that are that are coming from nearby, I think it has a good win and it resonates with customers. Some of the other things that are worth you know looking at, and you know we're talking about quick wins here. So what can we what can we knock over this week, for example, and, and hopefully see a bit yep, of a result? Definitely. Look, ma- maintenance of equipment, making sure that everything is up to, to date on your on your on your gear. Like if your fil- water filters have been changed, it's been regularly serviced, things like that. That'll have a big impact on the way the machine works and the, the consistency of the coffee that's coming out of it. It's not, an, not a hard one to, to do, but it's often forgotten about. And that, you know, that goes back to the equipment side of things that like, you might not have the best machine in the world and that might come later on, but at least make sure it's working really well today. So that's a key one. You know, promoting the fact if you're using um, any eco-friendly packaging or, or if you're using any things like organic coffees or, or fair trade or rainforest alliance again stick those on, a, on an a-frame out the front um, i think some of the best ways to promote businesses sometimes are uh, to to be you know visible with it i'm amazed sometimes if you go and have go somewhere and have like a fantastic pie or a great hamburger but there's nothing out the front saying hey we make the best hamburgers in yeah, southeast sure. queensland pretty easy to do and um, you're only going to have someone come in and say, no, you don't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what's the risk in doing it? So self-promotion is a great thing. One of the things that we probably didn't talk about too much either is in terms of the marketing of, of businesses. And look, these days, I think if you're not Facebooking or Instagramming or Twittering, you're probably lagging behind. And look, hand on heart, we've only really started adopting it recently because we found that some of the other forums for advertising businesses didn't get the same traction as what you can do on Facebook for nothing. Yes. So it's worthwhile looking at those sort of things. And even for that matter, if you've been reviewed already, uh, go and search and see what are people saying about you and what can you do to address it. I heard an interesting thing the other day that Qantas has, I think, four people that work permanently going and looking at what people are saying so that they can address it. So. Yeah, I don't know, big banks, small banks saying, yeah, they've got whole teams that just go out and take down dodgy things. Or, exactly. Or yeah. So, you know, if you can do that at a small level yourself and, and be a bit um, proactive in terms of um, in terms of marketing your business, I think it's an easy win. It's a quick one. Coffee shops need a website while we're talking marketing? I think they need some sort of a presence. Um, look, it really depends, I guess, on what sort of shop you've got. If, you, if you're a coffee shop that does some catering too, you'd be mad not to, and sure. you'd be mad not to go and hit the businesses in your area and say, hey, this is what we do. 
it really depends, I guess, on, on, on the business. But websites are so, so cheap and easy these days that you can, you can have a presence for, for a very small amount of money and it, it doesn't hurt. You throw your hours on there, what you do, pretty quick win. Great. Yeah, Ed, obviously folks have been listening to this as they own this type of business and they won't dive uh, deeper and they get some more information. So you're not only doing nearly coffee you know, individually, you also are actually doing sort of consulting services and helping other folks out as a you know, as a business to build up the coffee industry and their own individual businesses. So if folks want to get more specific information or actually want to go deeper on their own business with you, what's the best way they can get in contact with you? Probably the easiest way is just to, to, to come onto our website. Um, there's contact information there to... Get hold of uh, get hold of us. So that's uh, nellycoffee.com.au, and there's a bit of information there on, on you know what we've done and, and what we do now. Look, it's heavily biased, obviously, towards Nelly Coffee. But as you said, I, I do do some consultancy work on the side also for businesses. So I'm more than happy to be involved and to um, to uh, yeah help out where I can. Fantastic, Ed. Look, thanks very much for sharing the time there today and, and talking us through that. And uh, if you've been listening, it'd be fantastic to get your feedback again. You know, jump over to the Nelly Coffee Facebook page and say thanks to Ed as well for sharing his time there. So thanks very much, folks. We'll talk to you again soon. Cheers. Thank you.